This is Sid Haig for Nightmare Junkhead. Listen, or I'll come over there and put my boot all up in your ass. in and out of your consciousness like a bad dream you can't wake from this is the nightmare junkhead podcast a horror podcast that did indeed rock a mop top my name is greg d and i'm genius mcgee and on today's episode we are playing our records backwards and summoning up a fan commentary track for the 1987 classic the The gates Gates. Mm -hmm. but first let me remind you gang we are part of the ever-expanding phantom podcast network phantom and you can hear all of our past episodes along with a host of other horrific horror podcasts at downrightcreepy.com. Or if you're like me and you like to listen to us on the go, simply search Nightmare Junkhead in your iTunes or SoundCloud app, hit subscribe, and when we drop our latest episode, it will download directly to your listening device of choice. All up in your summoning hole. Indeed it is. And so um, I want to do a really quick shout out to the winner of our Into the Mouth of March Madness tournament because mm-hmm. by the time this episode releases... We will actually know the winner. Yes. Now, unfortunately, by the time we're recording this now, we d- we don't know yet. It so. hasn't been. Yeah. We we know it's the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street three. We're ending you guys on a cliffhanger. Yeah. Well, actually, no. We're coming. This actually, it's kind of appropriate. This message is coming to you from the future. Yes. So, <laughs> as it is. Uh, but it's uh, Dream Warriors going up against Trick or Treat. Mm-hmm. So we have Sam going up against Freddy. Um, it's my. This is our chance just to thank everyone. Yes. That listened. Mm-hmm. Voted. Participated. Yeah, came on enjoyed promoted everything so it's, it was a pretty big undertaking for us and i'd like to think it was partially successful yeah uh you know especially in terms of all the guest hosts that we had on uh from phantom and then outside of the phantom podcast network as well successful or not it's been a lot of fun so and we're yeah. gonna do it again next year yeah. <laughs> <laughs> glutton for punishment as mm-hmm. it were uh but no yeah, thank you again everyone that did this um, most definitely it was a lot of fun i'm looking forward to it again next year uh-huh um and but if you are in the kansas city area something we want to make sure that we get out there because as it turns out we know some people that are uh, you know big shots in the uh, kansas city horror club <laughs> we got a lot of cool things coming up uh is it this is already passed so if you're listening ah damn it i fucked up i forgot the date i was going to talk about event horizon but that's already it's already gonna it's already happen. in the past yep. okay we'll cut it in post <laughs> okay on september 30th coming up we got horror at the drive-in it's going to be really awesome we're showing the monster squad and the original halloween it's going to be ten dollars a car load um and if you buy your tickets before july 15th you are entered into an exclusive raffle so it's going to be fun there's going to be a swap and shop before it's going to be dope i'm really looking forward to this i'm not gonna like like i already bought my tickets mm-hmm. uh my ticket i should say um i'm beyond excited for this because that's kind of the lost thing we always talk about our joys of going to the theater theater yeah but the drive-in was huge back in the day it's it's definitely lost and we're fortunate here in kansas and Missouri to have a, a a good selection. We have like two or three drive-ins, and they're all really good. It is, and it's incredible the fact that we still have that opportunity to yeah. experience. And so I'm glad you guys partnered up with that mm-hmm. uh, because that's just the best time of the year for that. And it's such a great primer 
uh, for Halloween. It's the day before Halloween. So mm-hmm. it's to kick off. What better way to kick off the holiday season? You know, I might even bookend, you know, the month of October <laughs> with that kind of a double feature. <laughs> right. Monster Squad and Halloween. That's fantastic. So, mm-hmm. yeah, make sure you guys are getting up on that. And then just following us up on uh, Facebook, um, Nightmare Junkhead and on Twitter, at Nightmare Junk. We will keep you up to date with all the other shenanigans yeah. that are going on in the Kansas City area. Because there's a lot of good stuff coming up for well, horror fans. And I tell you, especially in the month of October mm-hmm. between Screenland and the Alamo, yeah. there's so much. We're going to be doing our third uh, Nerdoween. Yeah. Which is our little three film marathon. We got it all planned. We're all ready to go. It's going to be awesome. Yes, we do. Before that, we got, we're going to be at Crypticon. Mm-hmm. That's you know, coming up in July. Yep. There's all sorts of good horror stuff in KC. So year round, actually, it's yeah, kind of nice. It is. When, when you can live in a place where every day can be Halloween, then it's good time. Kansas well, that, City should change his name to Halloween Town. To Halloween Town? Yeah. Well, it's nice just being in the Midwest and having access to a lot mm-hmm. of that stuff. Because I will say, just in terms of, you know, when you interact with a lot of listeners, some of them aren't really as fortunate as we are. Right. So it, we never take it for granted. I'll just say that yeah, right we, now. We, we know we're lucky. But if you're out of town and you want to come and check oh, out some cool stuff, we got you covered. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Well, speaking of getting you covered and covering ground here, mm-hmm. uh, we are going to be commentating on one of my all-time favorite flicks, The Gate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you're utilizing... A VHS, a DVD. We're actually utilizing the Vestron Blu-ray that just came out. Nice. Um, a great pickup, actually. <laughs> uh, the new the new material is quite well worth it. Uh, love what Vestron's doing. Uh, so we're utilizing that version. So um, what we do, we've got everything queued up right at the start of the film. So the, uh, the red lettering is just about to hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we're going to do our little bit of a countdown here. Um, but yeah, this is one of those that I'm beyond anxious to talk about. Yeah. So. And once again, we have no partake in this making of the film we're just two dudes who love this movie and it's just like i said the main thing with these commentary tracks is like you're just kicking back with a couple yeah. of friends watching the flick uh-huh. uh, i've i've actually enjoyed doing this i'd have done this with the movie crypt we did it with uh, the friday part three one with the mm-hmm. movie crypt and then mm-hmm. i had an, a lot of fun so uh let's get everything queued up here and we are going to go lethal weapon style here mm-hmm. we'll, we'll do three, three two, two one play, play. yeah all right so all let's right. line up all your playing devices we'll count start the countdown Three, two, one, play. And if you play that forward, that is us saying, Welcome to the Nightmare Junkhead <laughs> fan commentary track for The Gates. Oh, mm-hmm. perfect cue on yes. that one. That was great. Uh, <sighs> Starring Mop Top. Uh, you know, <laughs> Lord have mercy. There's there is a lot to talk about with this film, and unfortunately, not a lot of time to talk in it. Is this is a this is a brisk movie. This is it's, a very brisk film at around eighty five minutes. But we always kind of start off just with our history of the film, where uh-huh. we kind of come from. Um, I know I was not fortunate enough to see this in the theater. By any chance, did no, you? No. Okay, so this was a home video mm-hmm. home viewing for both of us. And and the good thing about this movie is the fact that even if you see it on TV. It's exactly the same. This is a little less gore, goo, goo. but it's still the exact same movie because this is a PG-13 PG-13. Mm-hmm. Now, keep in mind, in 1987, PG-13 meant an, ent- <laughs> an entirely <laughs> different th- concept than it is now. Uh, keep in mind, like with a PG movie back in 87, you could get bush, you could get boobs, you could get the, 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 the fuck. I mean, you yeah. would get some, some very heinous shit. Um, now, the way this film opens up, 
we've talked about various subgenres in horror. Uh-huh. We talk about urban horror. Yes. And the representations of this. Do you think the gate could qualify as suburban, suburban horror? horror? Most uh, definitely. This, most definitely. This poltergeist. Yeah. Even house. Yeah. I mean, suburban horror. The horrors of living not just downtown with the street toughs, but where horror can get you anywhere. And that's the one thing that I really liked with this film, because I did grow up in the suburbs, mm-hmm. and it was because of films that I was scared of the street toughs in the downtown and the city. Uh, but to See, I grew up in the in the city, and I'm a little bit leery of the cookie cutters. That's why we work well together, man. Come on now. We've, <laughs> we've actually been able to like uh, advance street tough and suburban relationships, there I think. There we go. <laughs> a united front against the chuds. Against the chuds, yes. <laughs> Ultimately, they are the number one enemy of everyone right. there uh but no having growing up in the suburb in a suburban area mm-hmm. this was one of those films that i, I really felt close it hit to home. it did yeah because literally it, yeah quite quite literally <laughs> but i think the really cool theme of this film and i think why it works especially when you are a kid is that feeling of like loneliness of isolation mm-hmm. of the fear of abandonment of actually in many ways getting older the first time your guardian leaves you by yourself you know, you you can watch the house and you know that's when the bad shit happens. And indeed, in this movie, the bad shit happens. It really does. And the fact that he also has that moment where his sister is also getting older and she doesn't really want to. And we, by the way, that was Chekhov's rocket, if you will. Yeah. You know, you can't uh, put on something like that and not have it come back and is to this you. The Chekhov's metal videos. The metal videos. Oh, goddamn. That's another subgenre that this movie explores. Uh, but the fact that he can't really um, play with his sister anymore, like yeah. the, they don't really engage. They don't with bond. Yeah. No, anymore. Now, a nightmare setting just in terms of a total abandonment just mm-hmm. almost as if the um what is the the um the oh god damn it the all by myself no not that one that'll make me cry no the uh the, that's the, a wicked treehouse though it's a wickedly shot movie here yeah it is the and, the what the oh i'm just it's the the left behind series what oh the or the that? rapture the rapture thank you very the rapture. much that's almost oh, what I'm, that I'm is staying yeah i know i'm yeah. st- shit we'll, we'll be ruling we'll, down here we'll, we'll we'll i'll make fort in that creepy ass tree house that that's, that's did you ever right. have a tree house growing up no 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 uh-uh no i had no. A, cl- a little clubhouse shack thing but not a tree house i don't climb <laughs> this is this ain't a climber. I, I I'm not a chimp. I'm a gorilla. There you, you know, go. <laughs> do what you need to do when you need to do it. Yeah. Well, there you go. He's in a treehouse. He's getting struck by lightning. He's with getting innocent. But he was also with a baby doll there. You notice that? Ah, the end of innocence yeah. and childhood. Because as as it turns and out, when adult when the real life does hit you, it does hit you like a tree. It hits. It comes crashing down. But is it? Mm-hmm. And. Shout out to Steven Dorf and that little mop top haircut. Uh, I posted a picture the day we're recording of me with a Gremlins little sticker book, and I am rocking that exact same haircut. It's pretty rad. It's something I think that was just a, um, a you had to go through. It was almost like a hazing ritual that I think a lot of parents put their kids through. Just these awful, like, awful. Weird mop mullets. Mm-hmm. Mop yeah, mullets. They're, they're, yeah, because they're, they're a hybrid. Yeah. They, you could transition to a mullet really easily with those bad boys. <laughs> it's party in the back and school in the front. <laughs> it's the ultimate balance. <laughs> now, we were originally, I was originally going to have us record this in the backyard, but here in the Kansas City area, it is hot as oh, all get out right shit, now. Yeah. 
Because I was hoping that somehow or another by recording in the backyard and watching the gate that maybe, just maybe, something would have like arisen from the backyard. Little weird baby chuds. Yeah, little busies that come little out. Little busies. Yeah. Hey, everybody, I'm here. It's a hot one today. <laughs> and as someone that recently has a, a tree branches falling all over you can my relate to this, huh? Good Lord. So do you think like he just, the prophecy has been fulfilled with his dream? Mm-hmm. Or like it's. Have you ever found a geode? I have never found a geode. Are you kidding? This because probably I have because of, it's dope. It's, a movie like this didn't turn you away from examining or going I, after the geode. I made sure that there wasn't any slug creatures and any like green meteor shit. Exactly. I made sure there wasn't any meteor shit, but I found one. It was a small one. It wasn't that big. Right. It was just like a little. I'm like, cool, a geode. Was little genius gonna make his fortune? <laughs> yeah, little genius was gonna start his treasure chest. So what I love of the intro with <laughs> with <laughs> is of <Start> course off. <laughs> <laughs> is the fact that they're kind of uh, with Glenn and um, Terry is they're both representing themselves based on what they're wearing uh-huh. with the patches. Uh, he's even Terry with his. He's got a Masters of the Universe shirt on underneath his metal little vest right there. He's just he's a little metal nerd kid. He is. He's and then just awesome. Glenn with his his little NASA patches. Yeah, it's really funny how ultimately a lot of metal kids can come into contact with nerdy kind of people because ultimately a lot of it comes down to ooh. That's going to come back there. Yep. A little burn on that. Ah. And now the blood, the sacrifice has started. Well, this is is a demonic movie. This could be considered a monster movie. I would never look down a big hole if I heard screeching and stuff. As a kid, as now, as never, I would just like, yep, throw a rock in there. We're done. You're smart enough. You know what? They're Canadian. What can you do? Come on. (laughs) They they don't necessarily assume. What's this all about? (laughs) (laughs) They don't see the, the worst in humanity, as it were. Now, also, notice she's getting rid of... Throwing away her toys. Yeah. Yeah. And seriously, this is just that horrible transition period when you are safe at home. But ultimately, yeah, there's something about, I think... Yeah, she said, don't call me Al, call me Alexandra. So, uh. yeah. it's a bummer, you know, because, he, again, he's feeling abandoned right yeah. now. That's a, that's a bummer when yeah. it comes to that. The Lee... Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. The, oh, Lee, the sister, Lee sisters. Which, are, shall we... Can we just say Al's a treat? She's fantastic. <laughs> she's wonderful. Yeah. Had a crush on her growing up, of course. Uh, which is weird, because you have the Daniel Harris. I think I have the Al thing going on there. Really? I don't know what that says. <laughs> it's Krista Denton. She's fantastic. But I... And it's... Is it bad to say that I actually have probably worn an outfit very similar to Terry? And you still within do, the last, dude. like, yeah, three gonna... years of my life? <laughs> Your rad vest is kind of like his rad... It, and I've... You've both... The, the, the vest has matured. You know? It's... That and it's uh oh yeah the the sight of moths in this film is kind of creepy and the fact that they are mistreating the moths is also the moths get comeuppance but ultimately it's what you do I mean you you, you get like little things yeah. and and you know a simpler time if you will catch lightning bugs moths little demon Gary Buseys just put them in a jar <laughs> and actually it looks like he's trying to like modify his rocket here mm-hmm. if you will I've never got into I had a friend of mine that was actually into model rockets and that kind of stuff never got into it yeah me it was, neither no, okay there's again there's so many like subsections of nerds right. geeks bad as dweebs and what have you. Well, they all think he's a righteous dude. And this is probably one of the few moments you actually get an adult in this film. Right. This film very much <laughs> that is, doesn't spoilers starts fucking shit up. You've been <laughs> No, you actually get this moment here. 
And also, actually, the fact that they're talking about we don't need a babysitter. Like, mm-hmm. we're old. Come on, give us this responsibility. Right. And as you said, ultimately, when you get the responsibility and the parents are away. That's when the bad shit goes down. Uh, and, and in the 80s, you know, you would get, uh, let's like, Weird Science had a great little house party where the parents are away. People come and play. Uh-huh. Here, you actually get another party as well. Uh, which is interesting because it's a, the, a slumber party. It, again, that movie, this movie could have gone so many different right? ways. <laughs> it could have went from PG thirteen to a hard R, yeah. and I'm glad it didn't because, well, you, I mean, it, it could really could not just with the slumber party, but just like the 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 themes, the the monsters, the Buseys. There's a know? great balance, uh-huh. and I think, like you said, the PG thirteen really comes from the horror aspect more than from the language or nudity or anything like that. Well, and I think also it's because our main protagonist is this child. We're looking at the horror through this child's innocent eyes where the most things he saw was metal and metal videos. So there's you're not going to see a lot of hardcore nudity on MTV and metal videos, but you're going to see some scary demon shit. So we're seeing this is his horror movie. That's why it's PG-13 because he's PG-13. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would have definitely crossed the line that I'm glad they didn't. And the fact that he still wants his light on. Mm-hmm. Like little little things like that, I think, really plays into kind of the pathos of this film and why I, it's really interesting in terms of people watching this with fresh eyes for the first time mm-hmm. rather than seeing. Because when I saw it, it was on, I think I want to say I saw it on HBO first, the first yeah. time I ever saw it. And I was, I couldn't have been more than 12 or 13 when I saw it initially, and it struck a chord with me. Yeah. Not only because, again, I had the same exact haircut as Steven Dorff, uh, not only because Terry was a metalhead, but there was that fear of abandonment and that fear of getting older and not knowing who you are, where your place is in the world. Yeah. You know, you just still know you yeah. like rockets. Right. And everything's changing around you. Mm-hmm. I mean, and <laughs> inside and out. Yeah. And especially, like, you can even, spoilers, you can go with the whole allegory of the eyeball in the hand as, like, you're growing up. Mm -hmm. You're learning to do things with your hands. So, yeah. And I will say the fact that they pinpoint uh, Terry's metal behavior based on the fact that his mom passed away. Let me tell you something. As someone whose mom did pass away when he was in high school and I was in metal, it didn't make me any weirder or more demonic (laughs) or anything like that. (laughs) Just gives a bad representation, man, because Terry is my boy in this film. Like Mm -hmm. in terms of identification, it's I hell I I had his bedroom, you know, just when we get to that wonderfully iconic scene. Well, at least iconic for me. Uh, but you kind of get a little man-to-man chat here, if you will, between the dad and the son. But again, just the, the you just don't see the ooh, yeah, creepiness, creepiness. Eesh. I think that's one reason why I listen to like headphones when I when I sleep, so I don't hear like scary shit. Really? Know. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Really? Oh my goodness! Yeah. See, a little insight, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I mean, that's just one reason. I mean, I, I it's I listen to, like white noise and stuff. Okay. So when I need to like really sleep, but sometimes I'm like I'm I'm glad I don't hear like creakies and scratchies you know what i'm saying i understand uh so this is directed by tibor takax sure um, one of the ways we're trying to pronounce it but uh, director how, t however you pronounce it 
that is the most metal sounding <laughs> name. Like he sounds like he shouldn't be directing this film. He should be fronting some black metal band from Sweden. Him and Sven Ali Olerson is just like <laughs> fronting thing and pickles on drum. Uh, but I definitely want to shout out uh, to his direction on this and also the special effects work. Of, Fantastic. Uh, Randall William Cook and uh, Craig Reardon. And we haven't seen it yet. But yeah, but it, it, there's just so many different types of special effects and some very unique things that are going on in this movie. And what's great is the the creativity Bye-bye. came out of necessity just because they didn't have a lot of money. Uh-huh. And so they went really old school with a lot of the effects. But it works. Oh, my God. It, it works, works so amazingly well. well. In fact, to the point that a lot of people know the gate based on the reputation of the special effects. Mm-hmm. Uh, I l- Everybody, even if you don't know it or not, you've seen the little boosies. Yes, you have. And what's really funny is everyone assumes that they look at those popped collars, y'all. Yeah, that is some. Oh, that's eighties. Wow, that's that is radical. That is neon. That is gnarly. Gag me with a silver spoon. Everything I was in always between. too young for eighties parties like that. That the eighties house parties. I've always wanted to go. The teen parties. Uh-huh. Again. Because that so, was about his age in the 80s. Well, you know what I really like is the fact that he's still on the outside. He's yeah. not involved with this. The, of course, there's the dog. The dog's getting more party than the kid. <laughs> I mean, the dog's at least getting some snacks. Yes. And I'll, here we have our, the Lee sisters there. They're fantastic. <laughs> and I can't remember. Do we get any side ponytail on this? Like, is, is Al kind of rocking? That's a little like three quarters ponytail, yeah. I think. Uh, take a drink if we ever mention side ponytails on this one. <laughs> uh, but I also think that this uh, film works so well is we've talked about many times uh, on the podcast of putting together gateway films for kids to get into horror. Mm-hmm. And while I 100% agree this is a film that is made for kids, I don't think this is one that you start with, though. No. To um, me, this is more next level advanced studies. Yeah. But we, we were kind of thinking about what would be some really good gateway films for kids to get into horror. Mm-hmm. And you came up with this incredible list. But just in terms of like all the things that make this film work in terms of the kid perspective, you know, many things you you mentioned before, just in terms of, again, parental abandonment, uh, seeing things with the fresh eyes. But then. What I really like about this film are the shenanigans they get involved with in terms yeah. of exploring the genode, uh, coming up with the uh, the mythology for it, the things that you would do. S- solving the puzzles. Yes, yes. yes. And <laughs> to get the... <laughs> <laughs> and also the fact that Terry is kind of the most unassuming little metalhead kid. He's got the glasses. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have his mullet or long hair yet. He's just like he would. He's probably in science club too. I guarantee you, yeah. he is. He's in the chess that's, club. That's how they met. Yeah. They're both in science club. Yep. Now, <laughs> this that is the meteor shit moment right there. <laughs> that's all. That now gate in luck. some films, shit. Look at uh, Alien Covenant. That would have been an infection mm-hmm. moment. Yeah, but this could have occurred in Cronenberg real quick. Oh, lordy. <laughs> Imagine the little Buseys growing out of you. And oh, just, God. I'm a yeah. little tumor. What you going to do? <laughs> hey, everybody. I'm new to this world. Where, where do I go? Where can I get a good sandwich? So. <laughs> <laughs> get me two. Get right. me two. <laughs> yeah, see, so now we don't get that, though. No, it's just, again, it's actually just a play. Oh, this is so wonderful. The little hier- metal hieroglyphics, if you will. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he's trying to speak it, which is even better. Now, also, just in terms of keep- keeping with the 80s motif, did you have one of those pads? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those were... Those were awesome. Those yeah. are rad. 
until they broke or you like grounded too much too into much and then like, you couldn't lift and erase it but the final thing they were like 50 cents oh yeah they so were get, they were easily disposable i'm sure you can find those at the dollar stores now as well I, we well see this in- is this is exactly what i was hoping wouldn't happen in the backyard while we were recording <laughs> right? so we are here Just some like random fog <sighs> like, and that's what would i guarantee because you remember when we did um our little halloween hangover episode and we were talking about demons <laughs> yeah and then the helicopter went overhead mm-hmm. i'm telling you i was anticipating it now here is the the summoning scene if you will or at least the the ouija the sl- board the slumber party summoning yes um also just in terms of the whole urban or suburban legends if you will mm-hmm. so growing up in the cité in the cité <laughs> did you have any urban legends like specific for like kck um there was the dot nest monster the dot nest monster uh-huh shut up uh the i was a, it was giant catfish the size of a volkswagen beetle that lives in the spillway at Wyandotte county lake why haven't anyone made a film based on that here that's straight up alligator that is you know that's and it's so regional yeah and exclusive that's why there's a high turnover rate for the people who go down and like do the fishery and shit of course, like that of course because just... of the dot nest monster that's rad mm-hmm and then there's the Chupacabra of 18 Street Expressway. So that's for a different one. I was so. going to say, that's for another tale. Yes. Tales from the hood. <laughs> <laughs> and I like the fact that, that they're actually, it they're feels like they're into it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they are. Come on now. Come on. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Whoa, whoa. What's happening? What's happening? <laughs> Oh, we broke her concentration. <laughs> and I'm trying to look at just the the, the 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 guy with the red shirt underneath and that yellow. I swear to God, I had a shirt very close to that. Very close to that. I think we've all had at some point in time. Yeah. I know I've, I've had rocking out with that uh, <laughs> Cobra Kai looking dude. <laughs> <laughs> the William Babka. Yeah. It's the Canadian version of Zapka. <laughs> And see, have you ever been involved in anything like this in terms of... Um, oh, seance and yeah. shit? Oh, yeah, all the time. I, I can only... I, I assumed you had. I didn't want to mm-hmm. just... But it's just no. like, come on. You yeah, know, I had a anyone... Ouija board. I had a Ouija board. I took, we did a summoning at them all one time just to see if shit went down. Did, did any uh, like robots attack you? Zombies? Uh, no, but like there was like a whole bunch of like worms. That just popped out of nowhere. Really? Yeah. Really? By the front door. Oh, that's yeah, kind of creepy. Yeah, that's, it was, it's like a little Prince of Darkness. Yeah, scene. it was weird. So we're like, let's go. So <laughs> Now, why isn't when he really does start levitating, why doesn't anyone lose their shit? Right. Because at least, hey, you see, he reacts like, hey, guys, this now see... Why They're isn't super anyone? casual about that yeah, until he they breaks are. the light. Like and he's he is floating literally away. floating across right? the way. Oops, part, party's over. Yeah, party's it over. It's an it's illusion. An illusion. My ass. It's an illu- fucking mind freak. <laughs> <It's> an, <laughs> that's some weird shit. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, I won't do that again. Please. <laughs> I would have totally pulled a Glenn on that one and just yeah. lost my shit. I would probably react that way now if someone like that happened. Right. If, if First of all, if I started floating around, not only do you have to worry about there's some paranormal shit, but you have to worry about there's some 
strong paranormal shit. Because if there's something to pick up my fat ass, float me around the room a couple of times, I'm possessed by three demons. So I'm gonna need a priest, a rabbi, and a Buddhist monk. So <laughs> cover the gamut, man. Right? And even and one of those shady priests just, just, just in case. case. Just in case. We'll go to the buffet of faiths and <laughs> right. I'll take one of that, a right. little bit of that. <laughs> Gozer's coming, so prepare. You got so. the Arnold of Ghosts. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm pumping you up from beyond the grave. (laughs) I do like the fact that they did decide to go ahead, close it down, make it a little bit. She's still caring for her, man. She's still looking out for him. Because some crazy shit happened. She probably decided to close it down because everybody's like, fuck this, I'm out. I'm out. (laughs) I would be. I wouldn't be like, let's go investigate. No. Yeah, no, at that point. Now, here's where we get a little bit of some of the special effects initially. And this is just basic old school um, effects work that they hey, do. Lola. Hey, Lola, how you doing? Hey, Lola. Go lay down. Don't do anything weird while we're watching. Did I tell you the time that I was out in the backyard watching a film and she stood on the edge of the deck and just stared off into the corner, Blair Witch style? Fuck all that noise. Took me out of the movie. I couldn't enjoy it because I was like, what are you looking at? And were she, you watching Blair Witch? It would have been perfect. But she just, she wouldn't break the stare. She just kept staring ahead. Yeesh. Even I'd go, Lola, Lola, and she wouldn't look at it. It was freaky. It was horrible. Mm, no. Horrible. Also, what? Okay, so yeah, oh. I would be freaked out. That would, yeah, the big giant critters mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And after I've already been flying around and shit. And also, just in terms of the bug zapping, there's something about that. There's the effect, the lights, um, especially when you're by yourself mm-hmm. and you've already had some weird ass shit happen. Mm-hmm. You're at an elevated state. You are at, you know, <laughs> literally. Yeah, you've been floating around, knocking off lights, and now you're running around trying to go into a bug zapper. You're having a bad GE day. Yes, you have bad. GE day <laughs> that was quite good some of the younger <laughs> listeners won't know what that is but and let's face it he's got a cool little room but now unfortunately you're like <laughs> that was freaking him out I immediately regret buying that back in the day the ghost of Harryhausen you just have to be very careful you, you summoned oh <sighs> spoilers but obviously in terms of how this movie ends I don't feel it is a cheat no uh, because I think, given the the kind of the themes, that mm-hmm. it is more of a kids' film, but this is actually really fucked this up. This is fucked up. This, <laughs> this is psychological is... fuckery. You know, we talk about a kids' movie, and we have the abandonment, we have all this stuff, and they mentioned the mani- fact, yeah, yeah, and it's manifesting itself based on your hopes and fears. This is some truly demonic shit. This is heinous, man. Yeah. These these are the fact. This is mean. This is mean. This, this is, is mean. This is just mean. I mean, because you're doing it to kids. It's mean. It's the demon equivalent to like a swirly. Right. Like, you know, you Come know. here, nerd. You're in bad feelings, nerd. Given like a giving a noogie from the inside. It truly is. Yeah. It's yeah. that that mental noogie. Yeah, it is. Oh, it's so rough. And even just seeing this as a kid, right? This kind of shook me because even if it's not necessarily if you can't identify with the loss of a parent, but then when it just gets to, when the cut happens, yeah, and it's a gnarly cut. He's almost like a cat, just in terms of looking at things on the walls. He's like, oh my god, oh well, no, that. What did you? I mean, that's creepy shit. That's wonderful old school effects. Uh-huh. That's actually effective. Look at that. that yes, it is. That's beyond effective. That is genuinely scary. Yeah, it looks like when I try and wear short shorts. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you shit! You talked. We were talking earlier. Uh, that's uh, frighteners. Yeah, and they incorporated that, but yes. unfortunately, they had to go CGI with some of that. Which... But it still was a fact. Yeah. yeah. No, See, this so, is a oh. double. This is a double gut punch. 
It's gruesome. It's horrible. Not only is like, psych, I'm not your lost love, but. Oh, yeah, by the a, way, yeah, I'm a dead, dead dog. dog. Your best friend's dead dog. Bummer. Ah, <laughs> oh, Jesus that's Christ. That's just mean. It's horrid. It's so gruesome. That's how how do you it's like, um uh, hey. I found your dog. You're not gonna believe this, but um Right. Uh, and again, this is the shit that's going down when the folks are away. Yeah. Like you don't have a contingency plan if your dog dies. Right. That's the heart. That's the last thing you're thinking about, man. That's mm-hmm. that. That's some adult level stuff. That hell, if I, I don't even want to talk about it. You right. know, like now I don't want to think about so, it. Yeah. yeah that's, so anyway, so I'm really Terry, sorry I killed your dog. Right. It's like the, I'm that's really the sorry. Worst, really sorry your mom blew up last night. Worst summer party ever. <laughs> ah. See you tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what you do when your buddies is kids, <laughs> right? Man. I mean. It's summer vacation, no school. Why not? And some ill ass shit happened, and parents are away. You need some help. You gotta call have your, your buddies from and- the killer dwarves. That's what you gotta do. You gotta call them killer dwarves. They'll help you. Out. My friend Amy. This is another. She, this is a film that she loves as well. And her whole thing was the killer dwarves backpatch. And I was, <laughs> I, I will still find that eventually if I can. But he's got a freaking. I love. He's got the pentagram on the mm-hmm. back of it. Like he is a legit. He's rad. Now Terry got on business back later. Dad, you already know he doesn't. He also has the abandonment. He's issues. a latchkey kid, and that's. And I was a latchkey kid as well. Now, not because my both my folks worked, so I was, mm-hmm. you know, that's one of those things. Right. But I identify with that kind of stuff, and I think that's when you see it as a film as a kid. This is the stuff that sticks out, mm-hmm. where it does you feel more connected to those characters. Once again, it's horror that you can relate to. Mm-hmm. Now I'm curious, and this is why I'm always curious. Just when we host the films that we do, when people are seeing things for the first time. Their reactions strikes a nerve with them, yeah. and I would Parkour. love to hear what people think of seeing this for the first time, especially if they're older. I would like to see what people think if they're younger. Yeah. If we had some if like, still holds if up. we went up there and there was some like 13, 14 year olds, even younger than that, and they're looking at this, I'm like, what'd you think? Because the only thing missing is the internet, right? And a lot of them be going, well, why don't they do blah blah blah? Well, it didn't exist, yeah. but beyond that. A lot of the themes remain the same, and honestly, if this they'll almost, probably ask, "What's that?" Too, yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah, actually, they quit. and then they're like, when they go to a mall, what's a mall? You know, but where are the you drones? Know. You know, right? Yeah, no, Clown that's uh, face. this actually kind of just. Dis- <laughs> He's consistent too, man. Oh, uh, that's ridiculous! And we all knew girls that looked and dressed like that exactly with the big, the big thing, and we all knew people. Who do like that right That's now. That's me. Yeah. And who do that right now. I remember. I was I'd- doing that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I'm not afraid to admit that I still do this kind you, of shit. It, hey, rock out, man. Now, I'm not as theatrical as I'm with the cloak, which <laughs> especially now See, here's. I am. When I do my James Brown, I am. <laughs> Jump back no, that's what you need me to come out and then <laughs> yeah, drape you at go. the end. <laughs> well, what I love about this thing and what I loved about old school metal. Uh, albums is they would have these funny like spoken word skits if you will like Iron Maiden has before Number of the Beast um, you know how he who hath understanding reckon it's like Vincent Price esque looking dude mm-hmm. kind of the same thing with rap songs when they rap albums when they had the skits and right. sketches yeah, and shit yeah, yeah. but I love now watch his face turn here man when he realizes what he's talking about and this is the rare occasion when heavy metal yeah, saves, saves the, the day, day. Without metal, you would not have the insight. Ah, mm-hmm. sacrifice. <laughs> a Canadian band, actually, as it Are turns they, out. They're a real band? Well, not for this, but every, the music based around it was. Um, 
But this is again, I think, why we love people love albums and like because you get artwork. the Necronomicon when you buy this album. That is a rad fucking book album. You don't get that with a digital download. Kids. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is also why the film is nostalgic because it does have the it fact harkens that back to a simpler time. Just when heavy metal could save the world, man. Yeah. And this <laughs> And there we've talked about it many a times, but the satanic scare of the eighties. Oh yeah. This is a film that I don't want necessarily want to say would fuel it, but I think no, ultimately but it would give if somebody was like, see what happens. See what happens but when you I listen think, to the devil. Well, that, I think the but counterpoint is exactly. Yeah, I see what happens. I saved the fucking day. I knew what was going on. I knew what the problem was, and I found the solution. Thanks, metal. You know, <laughs> it's like where would you be without metal? You know, and then like zinc oxide in you, and just like demons pop up and Whoop. like right. But good thing we have metal, Billy. That Necronomicon in your hand. Right. <laughs> <laughs> your soul. The ant and the fruit cellar. All gone. All gone. <laughs> now, I also like the fact that we get these little moments of downtime in between all the craziness, mm-hmm. which ultimately, in this case, serves to move the plot along in terms of getting the dead dog into the uh, the gate. Right. But the fact that he is saying really weird shit happened yeah. last night. The dog died. I'm flying around. Why aren't we talking about this? <laughs> yes. You know, this needs to be, this is breakfast discussion. Like sitting around there like, uh, yeah, we need to discuss what happened last night. You know, it, not many things qualify for an exact moment for that, but this is one. Oh. And there it is, the F-bomb that you got back in the The 80s. Casual, Yeah, you know. And that was very casual, but he knew he could have gotten his butt kicked for it. So, so yeah, again, that's another thing in terms of seeing how this would play with the crowd. Seeing people go, wait, what did he say? Yeah. How did he say just kids being kids, 80s shenanigans. And it is, it was 80s shenanigans. Oh, we're going to go to the mall. Don't know what that is, but okay. It's actually where you get out of the house, and I understand. I can, I feel you, little Glenn, there, just staring out at the world, saying, "What's going on out there, gang?" See, there's still a little bit of guilt there. Uh huh. And which is some ill shit has happened. I mean, and she's gonna go to the mall with the friends. So yeah, but you gotta she be, feel guilty. But she's gotta be her own self sometimes. Yeah, that's what this film is about. I think it's almost like a self enlightenment, if you will, self realization, mm-hmm. finding the balance of family, friends, and your own pathway. Right. But sometimes, if some demonic ill shit happens, you do have to stick together. <laughs> yes, they do. Yes, they do. Look, he's looking through the picture. He's. Missing his big sister, you know. Missing and, his dog. Yes. <laughs> That's man. He's had a he's had a rough day. You know, you could you could probably program a really interesting genre fest based on films that have like animal like cruelty or death in it. Because I'm thinking like here the gate. Uh huh. You could do some John Wick. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um. Um. You could do. Well, I guess it's it's um cruelty against animals but like class of 1984 with like all the bunnies and shit like just a really weird obnoxious you could do that sad ha- uh hatchy dog richard gear movie oh jesus <laughs> yeah you could actually and then you could just end it all up with um what was the one with uh, owen wilson the lab that apparently is just oh, like the saddest marley movie. and me yeah just the saddest movie in existence no actually i think you would play that right before and then do john wick just so you get that cleansing. Yeah. Or maybe the gate after. Or the gate after. <laughs> the gate huh? the gate after. And I'll tell you this, the uh, art that has been uh, that has been inspired from this film mm-hmm. is incredible. 
Uh, there have been a few Mondo prints that came out. Uh, one I just shared on Instagram not too long ago, but it was all built around the back of Terry's uh, jacket. Oh, that one is rad. It's amazing. And of course, unfortunately, it just costs you an arm and a leg. Of course, or your soul. Or your soul. <laughs> um, have you ever seen part two? No. I've heard, I. I've heard mixed things. I've heard it's worth seeking out. It is a little bit. It's an R-rated film. Mm-hmm. Uh, Terry Returns. Uh, Pamela Adelon is in it. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like one of her first starring oh, roles. Really? So that in itself would be kind of a reason to see it, much like Stephen Dorff in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it's and uh, our friend Chris uh, has said he, he kind of enjoys it. But it's one I think we should seek out because yeah. uh, it is the same director as well. And I know it's just kind of a continuation. It's more fantasy horror than uh, kind of straight up horror as this one is. Now, again, now you're truly by yourself. Big Sis is gone. Mm-hmm. The dog is gone. Your friend's not there. You are alone with and some shem- weird shenanigans. Some smoke is seeping out of the ground. Uh-huh. That is frightening. <laughs> but, of course, as your friends and buddies do, man, they know Same when thing. to show up. Now, this is okay. So, this is embarrassing to admit. And I think I talked about this before when we talked about the gate when we did our um, initial. And also, the gate was a victim, a yes. casualty of our Into the Mouth of March Madness tournament. Mm-hmm. And honestly, as strange as that is, to me, this is one of those films that could take the entire tournament depending on my mood. Yeah. yeah this is, it's, it's, it's definitely. One of the unsung heroes of the fallen soldiers of the. It really is, and I'm. You know what? We've. It's kind of funny the fact that we're devoting a commentary track to it. We actually did an episode. I think it's one of our first ten episodes. We did an episode devoted to the gate, like way back in the day. <laughs> so even though it uh, it went out in the tournament, it still had a lot of time devoted to it because yeah. it's a great movie. Mm-hmm. You know, it works on so many levels. Okay. So <laughs> he did try to do the right thing here. He really did. Right. But ultimately found the, the cheap way to go out Oh, here. it's so messed up. The dog was just looking at him, too, like, mm. even for the afterlife. At least close his eyes. At least close his eyes. Come on. Uh, also, I, I should, let's see here. My back patch on my vest is not the trooper emblem on the behind them, but on the left hand side, it's just from the, the half song and half. Purgatory, the half and half. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like the Bible for demons. And it's, here's the creepy part. That's the line. Not that the fact that it's the Bible of the demons, but here's the creepy. That's part. nothing. That's nothing. Wait till, right. wait till you get what real life has. Yeah. Well, the fact that there's actually wait till everybody comes. I got a whole bunch of people I want to show you. Well, they've actually they really give you a preview of what's to come with this, mm-hmm. and the fact that. The old, and this is also technically, would you consider this a um, like a Lovecraftian mm-hmm. kind of film? Almost definitely. Of, the, the demon itself is straight up Lovecraft. The demon himself, that's where you actually get the um, the stop motion. Mm-hmm. Not with the little Buseys, you know, no. they're all practical people in suits, but this film has such a great combination of the stop motion, practical, the forced perspective shots. Oh, yeah. That. Everything that you remember and love about this film are from the forced perspective effects. Peter Jackson owes a lot to this movie. Yes, he does. Well, that's what's the beautiful part of this film is the fact that, look at the, the dude loves Maiden. There's Iron Maiden right behind them playing live, live after death. I love Terry. He's so rad. <laughs> uh, again, a little preview of what's to come as well. And we even get. They set it up nicely. They say the story. They're like, this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. This is what we have to do. And this levitation. Look at that. Nah. We need to try to recreate that photo <laughs> right? sometime. Put that for the header for uh, some of the social media about that. Oh, yeah. As long as you don't have a sacrifice, you're fine. 
the sacrifice. It's, it's always comes down to a sacrifice, mm-hmm. man, which is why I don't think I would ever throw anything that was <laughs> speaking of speaking that was kitty yeah thanks Messing. kitty that was perfect but i don't think based and again based on my interaction with films movies and this and that i'll never throw anything like that down any kind of exposed hole right knowing just the repercussions happened. yeah right. i mean there's a there's well, i actually i don't know what i would do in this scenario because they did try the right thing i mean you throw them in the freezer you know or do you just well you bury them in the backyard but not in the pre-existing n- hole not in the uh, i i hate to say this but if there was if i had to dispose of a body and there was an already a hole there as opposed to me digging a hole already I'm going to go the lazy way out. The path of least resistance. Yeah. And I know that's going to be my downfall. You know, my own, like, I guess, anti-hubris, you know, <laughs> my own laziness, my own sloth is going to be my own. You know what? That happens. That yeah. happens. And I'm fine with that repercussion. Uh, here we go. Now, this is where what I love with this film is you get it playing backwards, you guys. Mm-hmm. This is I, I, I've done this before. This is the true scare of the parents back in the day, the subliminal messages. Um, there are some great YouTube clips of pastors doing this with like Led Zeppelin. Satan is good. Judas Satan Priest. Yes, you'll become a satanic pate mm-hmm. based on all that. But again, this is the heavy metal coming into play, doing what you're not supposed to do, and it's going to save the day. Right. I, this is a heavy metal positive movie. This is just a... Mm-hmm. Uh, the old switcheroo. It the, is, because if you look at like some of the, the entries in heavy metal horror, you've got like Black Roses, uh, where, I mean, the, the band are literal demons. Right. <laughs> uh, trick or Treat, mm-hmm. uh, your your rocker is a Shocker-esque dude from the grave. Uh, you know, it's all based on the heavy metal being bad. I just, maybe it's the innocence of kids and the relation to music. Um, now, okay, now this is something that I've done before. Um, if you listen to the gate episode, <laughs> when I lived in Stanley, Kansas, I lived right behind, um, no, I lived there, excuse me. There was a John Deere tractor company lived right behind that was existed behind me. So they had all their tractors and everything out there. And in the middle of it, there was this abandoned little shed, never tore it down for some reason or this or that, you know, don't know why, but it just existed. So my buddy came up and told me that he saw like, like demons in it. It was haunted. Right. And we were like, you know what we need to do? We need to like ex- summon it. Uh, or no, anti- no, we were going to like, yeah, exactly. Demonic exorcism. So we went over there with a Bible and there were probably like three or four of us. And we're just like shouting patches, passages from the Bible. You accidentally summon demons and try to take over the world. Thankfully, no. But my buddy Chris was telling me that he saw a demon crying in the reflection of a window and it was like crying blood as we were doing this and i was like yeah we've we've like demolished we've conquered the demons and shit but it was based on the fact that i can almost guarantee you it was after we saw this movie just because that's what you do you want to summon and you want you want to seal it seal it seal the hole done it It worked. worked and my god can you imagine the feeling of just confidence and closure. Like, hey, it worked. We did it. We have no worries. Yeah. Let's enjoy the rest of this adultless Ex- weekend. Exactly. Time to party. Nothing else could go wrong because we are about 40 minutes into the film and we've yet to see any demons yet. Mm-hmm. So this is an interesting kind of... Un- That's oh. real nice. She went to the mall and got a rock. was thinking about you, kid. Here's a rocket. Not Again, this is going to be the... 
it's a bummer of a weekend, but you know what? I lost my I lost Angus, but oh, never mind. Some shit is unlocking itself. <laughs> exactly. Never trust something that can unlock its doors. <laughs> Beware conjure. And I mean, she's legit into it too. Look at that. Like she knows how everything's working, so mm-hmm. they've done they, this, um, they even got matching uh, jackets. Coats. Yeah. Kind of like the um, uh, Golden <laughs> Globus. This is going to be the best rocket ship up into the moon. It's going to go to the moon and then come back and bring back life forms like Chuck Norris. It's fantastic. <laughs> and explosions. Now, we also have Terry laying the groundwork that it can be defeated by like pure white energy, this or that, which is probably the only thing that I think is my issue with the film. But actually looking at it thematically in terms of when it does happen, mm-hmm. it does make sense. And actually, Jesus, I think this might... That's a good-looking rocket. <laughs> All that build-up, though, for... It's over pretty quickly, right? Yeah, it is. Uh, much it. like my love life. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something, but, you know. <laughs> She's even playing cards with him. That's pretty rad. That is just a... Now, I never had a sister, never had any siblings, so, you know, the only child, but... I was the older one. Were you? Yeah. So, so you were the corrupter, if you will? I was. Okay. I that was. makes sense. Oh, no. It's, it's the, the Lee Lees. sisters. <laughs> Homely and ugly. What? No. <laughs> That's not, not, not true at all. I love me, the Lee sisters. Because they actually kind of stick through thick and thin at this point. Uh-huh. Until, until the shit really, really kicks in. Then, yeah. But we're going to streak your hair. <laughs> Now, okay, casual handling of firearms, guys in the 80s, that was like, like I told you, I had my Red Dawn contingency plan, and it was based on the fact that I had access to firearms, like I knew where the key was, I could just casually (laughs) caress the firearm and shit. And yet they're dropping like buckets of shit on them while while holding the holding, yes. Different time the 1980s there, it's a... we don't get that. Now, that's a rocket. That, that ushers you into puberty, my friend. <laughs> you go from that little rocket to this bulbous, as the as the, the Lee sisters would say, a good size or a... Uh... <laughs> oh, my. Wow. Wow, again, casual. Right. Casual on that one. And I don't think I've heard it in that kind of a context before. And then the next one, suck my nose and then eat my feet. Dude, and he's fast on it. Piss off. <laughs> he don't take no shit from no Lee sisters. No, he held his own, man. Now, I, I'm kind of curious. After this film, does Glenn go off to be an astronaut? Or is he more of like an astrologist now? Like more into demonology? Demonology. I'm mm. sure he probably he probably joined like the church. <laughs> I could see that happening. And somehow he mixed the two. So his final goal is to head to the hell planet. Oh wow! Yeah. Or just whenever the comet comes over, you know, we'll, our rocket will will match it. <laughs> that's some dangerous stuff to to go to sleep to. It's going to influence exactly. you exactly. That that that's not like you know minions. Good night thing. Oh, the, the little minions. Night, oh, the Buseys. Yeesh. I don't the know. Buseys are terrifying. They are hor- They are beyond horrifying. Because let's face it, we haven't. We've gotten some creepy stuff. Mm-hmm. But we haven't really gotten straight up scary, if you will. Right. Or monsters. Or monsters. Demons. Or, yeah. Whatever you're going to qualify this film as. But, and this is why I'd be curious just in terms of, again, rewatching it with someone younger, if it holds up for them. Because you can call this a slow burn of a movie. Okay. Reference. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yee. It starts. And the terror starts now, ladies and gentlemen. 
reference back to that picture do you have you ever uh really looked closely when they pan by that eventually Mm-mm. and the difference i'm going to point it out it's horror it's just it's just mean it goes back to the, actually the movie being very mean but this is where actually the shit really starts to hit the fan it, ah, it's the little critters that'll get you it's anything that scurries yeah no, I. These are and they don't scurry. Fuel. They like they like ho- They gallop. They hobble. <laughs> they like they like not saunter. It's it's like and Bleh. I I almost think it's probably like the limitations of the suit, but ultimately it makes it it, it adds to their creepiness. It really does because it does look like a, a human being wouldn't move that way. Only mm-hmm. something from the bowels of hell. Right now we were talking about how it, when it takes the turn to horror. It's a slow burn because we haven't seen, we've seen like floating around, mm-hmm. but when the creepiness now starts, it doesn't stop. No. It's just like rot and, and then starts going. when you going. think it stops again. It keeps going. It does not because let Because you really, th- the movie kind of has that starting point with them walking away thinking everything's good. Mm-hmm. You get that. wrong. Yep. And ah, oh, even just the close up just. So the other day I came out of my car, I came out of work and I went to my car and there was um, all these flies on like the, on the thing of my car, the wheel. And I was freaked out because there was like about 20 of them just located right on the wheel and it just scared the shit out of me. I think this or like Amityville, just yeah. in terms of a cluster of those of, kind of insects. Yeah. That's it's no good. always scary. It's just you no, know, the monster came back. The, the monster. Well, this is and this is where ultimately he left Terry in there, though. <laughs> well, <laughs> it it happens, it happens. But <laughs> yeah, it does. I, I expected <laughs> at this point you'd walk in and the you know the window is fine. Yeah, but no, no, the shit is actually literally going down. And now, actually, even if there weren't monsters coming back, how the hell do you deal with a broken window like mm-hmm. that? It's messed up. <laughs> this is again just horrible, horrible. She streaked it. What do you think? Mm -hmm. Going for that punk rock look. But unfortunately, (laughs) not the kind of uh, shenanigans we're getting. Uh, That's mean as shit, too. It's horrid. It's the tongue. It's the the eyes bulging out. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, oh. Here we go. This has got one of my great all-time scares on this one. When they're leaving. Can you imagine? Just big gnarly hands pulling you, you into the I've bed. Noticed, uh, almost like a Ted Geegan kind of. Uh, we are still here. Just the, how they're steaming. A lot of these things Ooh, are. I've yeah. never really noticed that before. They're from the. Here the... it comes. Here it comes. Where is it? Oh, <sighs> that long reach. Oh, Jesus Christ! Take the sock. That, see, that's where all the missing socks go. <laughs> <laughs> we just never want to admit it. Mm-hmm. All right, party's over, guys. Getting the hell out. Mm-hmm. Which is what you would do. And again, such a mean, weird twist. What is wrong with these demons? They I are, know. They are casually cruel is what they are, man. Like, now this is where we get kind of the first gory element, but it's not gory per se. No, it's pretty gory. It's not blood gore. No, but it's but more gooey. gooey. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Ew. His dad is a zit. <laughs> she thought it was good. And I'm like... That's horrifying. Like that is that to me is genuinely oh, scary. Oh no, that's awful. <laughs> and gone. Even worse. 
all that Hordak slime pit goo you had <laughs> yeah, on the hands. Yeah, it was. Gone. Hi, Kitty. Of course something spooky was happening, so you had to come. The minute that happens. Mm-hmm. Hi, Kitty. <laughs> I'm just and it, get, putting yourself in the shoes of Glenn and Yeesh. everyone in there. Yeesh. What are you supposed to do? This was actually your. They what actually you really do? do everything that you should for the most part. They find lights. They start like mm-hmm. I, I would grab a couple of knives though. Yeah, of course you got to arm yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to see the little buzies from there. Nope. That's the beauty of the buzies. Oh, and if you haven't seen this one, yeah, oh, spoilers. Guess, yeah. But two, uh, yeah, no, these buzies are terrifying. They're literally nightmare fuels. I, I, they're little baby chuds. And it's, I think, what many people remember when they think of the gate. When I mentioned way back when we started, when you think of the gate, you think of the effects, and you think of these guys. Mm-hmm. But what, again, what's interesting is the fact that a lot of people mistakenly think they're stop motion, and they're not. Mm-mm. This is a, such a killer combination of effects work, and it can't be given enough credit to, uh, yeah, um, uh. Uh, shit uh, random <laughs> William Cook <laughs> they had a brain fart there she has to be the brave one of course well you have everybody to, needs to have a brave you one. have to have the brave one you if yeah the movie will not work if you don't have the brave one <laughs> then you need and you need the cowardly ones unfortunately that's probably where I'd be sadly <laughs> I'd be oh Jesus Christ forced perspective ladies and look at that look at that that is so so weird scary. and scary <laughs> This ah, he's kind of got the. Uh, the They're very casual. Look at the. Oh my god, look at that. That is so scary. Oh, and there's hundreds of them. There's all coming at you. <sighs> oh my god, and this here we go. This shot here. Yeah, this is another one that's I would say fairly iconic. <gasps> Bloop. And they just turn into sperm and run. They really do turn into mini sperm there. It's kind of gross. Uh, it's so scary, though. Like, that is legitimately... Yeah. Those little evil killer dwarves coming after you. And, again, man in suit. I mm-hmm. love that. Now, if this... So, this was actually rumored to be getting remade by Alex Winter from Bill and Ted. Yeah. Freaked. Alex Winter? Yeah. Alex Winter? Unfortunately, I don't think this film, if they do decide to remake it, you no. know I, I, you, you, that if they go with CG. Minions, they're going to go with CG, unfortunately. And it's going to look awful. It's not oh. going to look nearly as good or effective with that one. And again, you've been bad. <laughs> and we get some really nice little sh- <laughs> little uh, those <laughs> combustional work it's, there. It's a good thing. she. That's, that was cool. That's a cool effect. That's still cool. That's nightmarish. Mm-hmm. Would, this actually, I think, would make an interesting pairing with like a Nightmare on Elm Street or some of your non-slasher '80s films of just like the weird shenanigans that go on with the melting phone, the, the surrealness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that isn't a straight slasher like you really got with the '80s, or at mm-hmm. least that was kind of the main thing, especially with like Jason, Michael Myers, right, uh, Leatherface. You know, this was kind of the next level. Now. <laughs> I got all this. I got you. I got got all that shit. That's why you got to have the metal head. Oh, I could be the metal head. The one that actually. There you go. The metal head with the movie knowledge. Kind of a hybrid of Randy and Terry. (laughs) There. That one. Oh, that's fucked up. That is fucked. That's horrible. That's it's just, fucked It's up. so unreal. That's mean as shit. That didn't, like, that's something that didn't need to happen in the film, but it did, and it just adds to the mean-ass nature of these mm-hmm. demons. These guys really do know how to mess with you. 
Like, I would not go near that thing as it's under the bed. Yeah, F that noise. Do they hate music? I love that line. <laughs> you know, at Guantanamo, or no, where was it that they would actually play, like, metal? Oh, yeah, at the... Um, One of the... Swear well, we're not at torturing pa- people. At Panama, they uh, forced out... Was it Gaddafi? Gaddafi uh, with right. uh, fucking... Uh, Van Halen. Yeah, with that was and... Was it Van? No, it was Sabbath. Was it Sabbath? It was Sabbath. Awesome. It was War Pigs, I think. Yeah. These guys are older than the Bible. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, you gotta you gotta break out your your your, your book of revelations if you're gonna quote from anything. We went to we went su- to Sunday school because the Lee sisters, of course, they're now now they went to the nunnery and now they're the Lee sister sisters. Notice he says, "Man, I wish mom and dad were here." You know, he's just got you. You need that protection. You need mm-hmm. that comfort. But this is ultimately your chance to grow. To step up. Yep. I mean, you'll become a man, my son. But at yeah. the same time, that's some horrendous shit. I don't care who you are. You can use all the help you need when, like... Oh, man. When you've been bad. <laughs> so That's why I'm kind of upset that we can't record this in the backyard. Just because I was really wanting to tempt fate. See if I can man <laughs> up on that thing. Or just like, where the hell did Greg go? Right? Zoom. He just hey. turned into a whole bunch of buses. I'm out. Bye. Bloop, bloop. You're right. <laughs> hey, hey, come on, let's go. You know, just <laughs> see, that's probably me. I would have been like, I'm gonna wait inside. But then ultimately, that's when I get hacked it's up like somehow. It's a Buzzfeed quiz: Are you a Terry or a Lee sister? You know, it's like <laughs> you, which yeah, which character of the <laughs> gate, gate are you? Are you? Yeah. Which gate? <laughs> now, fuck all that. Any weird purple smoky lightning, unless it's a Prince concert, I really don't want any part of it. <laughs> You know, and he could fit down there too. <laughs> Wait, no, that's more morbid than I thought. I'm yeah, sorry. it is. That guy. No, we love yeah, Prince. Of course, yeah. yeah oh my so. god, his purple royalness. But also, this is again another kind of a false finish that we get with this film. Yeah. Once again, Terry thinks the spell works, but but this I think this is ultimately, especially when you like really get into the delivery of the biblical verses. Mm-hmm. If, you're gonna, if you're going to quote curses and verses. You got to put a little bit of theatrical, a little in panache. There. Yeah, exactly. Just giving it the um, the the build. Oh, Jesus Christ! Um, the uh, Stein, Stein, Ben Stein treatment. Yeah, like doesn't work. Summoning demons. Like, the, hey, the JC treatment. Hey, hey, everybody, we're gonna summon demons from the fog. It's like, kind of foggy. It's just a little bit, just yeah. a little bit. And again, this could have ultimately been the part in the film when this is like the infection happening <laughs> in terms of the tr- the full Do release. You wanna <laughs> Typical government fuck up. But honestly, Typical are these Canadian <laughs> fuck up? <laughs> are these the demons messing with them at this point? Oh, of course, God, of course. That's so cruel. I like it. One more part here. I, I got this. Is this is the big finish? Uh-huh. <laughs> the prestige. And then, yeah, it's the pre- oh. Now this shot here, how he falls. I love that. Now, uh, this is when I'd be l- l- sorry. Yeah, no. sorry, genius. No, you, no. Trust me, you'd be on your own too, dude. You, you, sorry, Greg. Oh, uh, especially if I looked down and I saw Gary Busey coming at you. No, yeah, bye, dude. Yep, forced perspective there again oh, works so well. I love his little, hey. <laughs> and unfortunately, Eesh. oh, when he bites him, they uh, when the one gets him in the neck, that's the worst. Coming up from behind him right here. Yes. Ah, oh, so creepy. Now that's a little puppet, obviously. And it yeah, works. But it looks great. It's been oh it's oh so good. So good. Again, you would have CGI here. Look oh people in that suits. little Yeah, that little jaunt that they do. 
Ah, it's terrifying. <laughs> oh, and they're all getting on his leg. No, I would shit. Oh. I, would, I would literally. They, that the only way that I would be released is like <laughs> maybe the shit would loosen it up. One like of them has actually. I think he's kind of coordinating them. He oh, on pay. Hey, yeah. Hey. Or we're gonna go on one, two. No, not yet. Not wait. Gary, shut up. No, you shut up, Gary. Uh, even, and then even the, squ- the little, little squeal, squeal yeah. They don't, I, but they're minions. They're not supposed to be overpowering. You no. know, they're supposed they're supposed to overwhelm you in numbers. They're, that's still even genuinely creepy. It's how he's very reacting. Creepy. And the one coming up from the other hole, I, yeesh, mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. Again, just all of that is just so super effective. Yeah, fuck all that noise. And just again, something about the craft of it, obviously. Oh, yeah, it's definitely a missing art. With the, with the forced perspective, the only one who even comes close to doing stuff like that is Peter Jackson. Mm-hmm. Once again, like we said, if it wasn't for the gate, I don't know if he would be doing stuff like he does, you know? Because, I mean, Jesus Christ, I think in 87, or is it 87, I think, that Bad Taste came out? Mm-hmm. Because this is about that time that he finally started making all of his Splatterfest films. But just the amount of special effects and different types. And, the, and it's because they didn't have a budget. I mean, they right. had to get creative. The, the necessity. Uh, Mother's Invention. Wait, what is it? Mother of Invention is necessity. Right, right, right. Yep. Which And, and honestly, films like a lot of the films that you got in the 80s that were more indie, they were better off for it. Mm-hmm. And there was no crutch for them. I mean, they had to get creative. And ultimately, I think why you get guys like, um, you know, the Steve Johnsons, uh, uh, Randall William Cook, Craig Reardon, Rob Bottin, um, all of those guys, uh, Mark Schustrom, our, our boy uh, John Carl Buechler, Buechler, um, there was that craftsmanship, that artistry that yeah. is more appreciated now because of the fact that we don't, it doesn't really exist to that effect. Yeah, because this was not a financial, this wasn't a big No, not at all. This movie. found its audience through home video mm-hmm. and the home video on the, like HBO and the, the cable market. And that's how I saw it. Uh, this was, I mean, this is a cult classic. This is mm-hmm. a very boom. To, come on. That's finality. That's finality. Yeah. <laughs> that boy is finality. finality. Evil has been punished and sent back to where the hell it came from. This yard is clean. Mm-hmm. This house is blessed. <laughs> or so you would think. So they would have you think, which is right. just so goddamn mean. These are mean, mean fuckery demons. They really are. They really are. And I just, uh, you don't really. You don't see that kind of just meanness anymore. Except for when Lola sneezes on me. Lola, don't worry. You'll, you're going to go out soon. Don't worry. You've been bad. <laughs> She's like, I saw that on the that on-screen dog death. I'm not cool with that. Right? Y'all didn't warn me about that. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. <laughs> I would celebrate, too, after that kind of explosion. I, I wouldn't tempt fate by jumping on the hole, though. That's very true. You know? Actually. We all know how that works out, but mm-hmm. you get a little bit of the... A little bit of the, a little bit of the afterlife on it. Right. Yeah, the, the, the death knell. Right. And where were the Lee sisters during this entire time? Unfortunately, well, look at everything now. Everything looks kind of nice. Everything looks back to normal. Yeah, it does actually. Kind of strange. Wonder if that's going on, right? No reason to be paranoid for that. Right. No, I would be hella worried about. Oh everything Jesus! From this point shit. out, yeah. I could never sleep again. It's everything's on the, off the table. It's yeah. I'm, I'm I'm going over to Terry's house. Mm-hmm. We're moving. Li- there's listening to some killer dwarves on yeah, the constant loop. 
I'm, t- I'm telling you, metal protects you like it did with me at Bane's Crossing against the Satanists down there, man. Slayer protects. Hey, so every the- suit of armor is made out of metal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is that on a shirt? or is that- I don't know, but it should be. It should be. Yes, it should. See where Gene uh, Simmons is trying to trademark the metal sign, but he's not even doing it right. He's doing the like the aloha. She's throwing up the cross. <laughs> it's perfect. They did go to Sunday school with their garlic and the garlic as well. Hey, you know what? Protect. You <laughs> they never know. Do. You never know. You never know. They probably there's. If we would look closely, there's probably salt on the uh, door sill. On the door sill. You know, <laughs> covering all bases. Demons, mm-hmm. vampires. You got it. You never know. Yes. Unless some wolves bane. Some wolf's bane. <laughs> Got to go to the organic market for that one, yeah. unfortunately. You can't just get that at Walmart. Uh, excuse me, where's your wolf's bane? Doesn't somewhere? work that nicely, unfortunately. On aisle three near the bones. <laughs> you know? And then those Dickery. jackasses. Fuck those guys. I just say get out of my house now. Yeah. But the fact that, like, where were they? Because there was some loud, expansive shit going on in the backyard. There was a fucking explosion. They're like, well, let's hide. And that's the only thing, maybe because it's a developing neighborhood that, oh, she, okay. <laughs> Cover for me. I'm going to take her out real quick. Okay. Maybe because there's a developing neighborhood, they're like, ah, oh, it's just regular construction. Maybe it's just ready to go. But I don't know. I would be personally ready to go and leave this place. Party is definitely over. <laughs> I love how the fact how one of the Lee sisters looked like she already got possessed with her hair just standing straight up. <laughs> Something about that cold and magical time. How would you explain that? Well, when you were gone, the window broke. We uh, exploded a hole. Oh, and uh, the dog's dead. Um... All the food's gone, so sorry, Mom, sorry, Dad. And uh, the picture in the hallway is kind of fucked up now. But other than that, we had a great time while you were gone. Really missed you. Yeah. Let's go watch some TV, because honestly, that would be... I'd be like, let's go see a movie. Well, that's... A, <laughs> yeah. Well, in like weird science, Lisa ultimately was able to make everything better, uh-huh. cleaning the house and shit. Nope. These demons, nope. <laughs> like, fuck y'all. You're on your own. You want to banish me? I'm going right? to mess your house up. <laughs> right. Fuck your house. Ha ha ha. <laughs> now, I should have probably looked what they're that watching. Cannibal there. Is that, Holocaust. Is it Cannibal Holocaust? I don't know. It's something. Maybe Cannibal Ferox or one of those awful, <laughs> uh, which are just movies. I'm. That's not my thing. I appreciate them. Shit. But, fuck all that. Oh, God. That also. Now. Okay. So the best little attention to detail is when he moans. Watch, watch what comes out of his mouth. It's actually all sorts of messed up. Because <laughs> this is the urban legends mm-hmm. or suburban legends. Just made, yeah, horseshit. There's always going to be a ring of truth yep. to any of those Ugh. stories. Oh, when he brings the, out the fog from the hole. Yes, and he's terrifying too. The workman. Oh hell no! I don't like strangers in my house fixing things. And I don't like when they have to come and like turn on things by <laughs> check your meter no let alone an undead one dragging you to like a portal of to hell Mm-mm. but he is a quality worksman because he makes sure that it's fixed right after so he might be an evil demon from hell but you can't fault him that's that's Taking pride in your moniker and your work. If you're known as the workman and you and you repair shit, he needs to follow around the Kool-Aid man because that was. <laughs> I'm gone for 30 
seconds. And we're talking about the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> uh, once again, I'm why we can't have nice things. <laughs> yeah, no. The workman fixed the wall, but he fucked up the kitchen. So, yeah. Well, and this is also... Uh, sorry about that, gang. I had to go and let the dog out. So <laughs> you got to hear my uh, Red Queen-esque security system here. But no, oh, this is where... Oh, man, they're really messing up the place. Graffiti I know, graffiti. It up. They're, they're, they're hell toughs. Hell toughs. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Marking our, ter- Mark our territory, kid. It says fart. <laughs> now that's messed up right there. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's simple effects but it's so well done and prevalent and we're in the fact that he's like layering and creepy Arr! hey there's always going to be that uh, element there unfortunately uh, well budding young sexuality with her right would make, but, a creepy oh. undead workman yeah now here we go gang this is where we get probably i would say the money shot of this film would no, you agree? No, not at all. This one right here? Are you kidding? Coming up? To me, this is the money shot of the film. This is where the effects works, the forced perspective. This, this is This right is here. fantastic. Oh, oh. That to me, oh. that's the money shot. That is everything into this film. And then they're just kind of looking this around. like, hey. Oh, hey. Hey, how you guys hey, going? hey, everybody. How you doing over here? Do you like that neat trick? That was a neat trick. One of, yeah, I like that neat trick. What do you think, Jay? Oh, let's go get them. They didn't like a trick. I, uh, so. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but <laughs> So, so scary. And that, that's also, a, it's a genuinely right. scary shot when that happens. I, I think for me, the money shot is the eyeball hand. Is okay. Oh yeah, that's that's, that's the that's, other thing that people the, remember. That's, that's the thing that gets me. So yeah. Well, this, but it could switch. Like, it, but the, for me, when I think of the gate, I think of the eyeball hand. Yeah. Now for me, it's just that. It's just that. Sh- that. But look, uh. they're just coming out of the little hands that creep. Ew! That's terrifying. That's awful. Tiny, no. tiny and terrifying, man. It's a, mm, it's a horrible not. combination. Nope. Well, here we get like, look, yeah. Ah, uh, an well, evil Glenn, Glenn. <laughs> or uh, Terry. <laughs> Yeah, evil, te- evil Terry. Slaughter Ter- soul. Terrible Terry. There we go. And then he turned you, into a garbage pail kid. You turn it, yeah, then there'd be Gory Glenn. Toothy Terry. Toothy Terry. Nice. He's, yeah, there we go. Look at... And then gross Gary's. Hey! Or a gang of Gary's. Gang that, of Gary's. Yep. Gaggle of Gary's. Gaggle of Gary's. <laughs> a gargantuan gaggle of Poor Gary's. Terry. Gary's. Yeah, well, yeah, it's kind of messed up. Oh, yeah, actually this... Eye gouging via Barbie, Barbie doll. doll. Gruesome. Ugh. Gruesome. So yeah, actually, you know what? That's a, it's not gory, but it's it's bloody. It's yeah, in, but it's implied. I think that's actually the only blood you it see is. in the film mm-hmm. beyond uh, the little bit with the dog. Uh, when they start creeping out. Uh, uh, hey. Hey guys. Hey. What y'all going? doing over there? What's going on? Hey, G Saps has the person in the aisle with the Barbie doll. One time I got a G.I. Joe stuck up somebody's butt. Now don't ask me how it happened. You know how these things happen. <laughs> he always calls me that. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna re- recreate that Halloween scene. I like that. I'm gonna be Michael Myers. <laughs> don't. Don't don't. don't. And don't. there's no ding 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 ding. Just get all of them just in a row there. <laughs> It's like a god awful uh, <laughs> Gary Busey, John Carpenter cover band. Yeah, that's like an uh, Aka Busey, like a kick so, line of him. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me, I can can. 
Because he can, can, can. Right. Uh, ah, you are not safe. You know, anywhere. you got the Buseys at the front door, and you got the you got the workmen right coming out behind you at the walls. And obviously, it doesn't work at all to shoot them. Yeah, that's horrible. That is just. What do you do at this point? And poor, this is Glenn. Like literally at this point now, he is going to be utterly, mm-hmm. figuratively, literally alone. Yeah. And doing everything he can, but. <clears throat> Talk about being young and insignificant and just thrown to the buses. Yeah, thrown to the thrown to the side, man. You're obsolete. Mm. It's <sighs> You know, that's, I will say this. Oof, I think what terrifying. makes this film because the score on the movie, it's pretty generic. Mm. I mean, I don't want to say that in a bad no, way. No, but like dun dun dun. It's nothing very memorable, and I think if this movie had a little bit of a better score or something that was a little bit more distinctive, mm-hmm. I think it would have actually separated itself a little bit more. Just because if you think about a lot of the films we love in the 80s, a lot of them are based around really good scores. Right, right. And, and I this think this one's that, more of like not to say haunted house sounds, right. but haunted house sounds. It's it's a little bit more generic, you oh. know, that's 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 so fucked up. Your sister just got sucked into a vortex by a, a leering workman. A leering and workman. You're all in, that after you just stabbed your buddy in the eye the with, a barbie, with a barbie, you're literally alone and you got Busey's coming There's no out. amount of therapy that's going to help uh, this kid right no. now. And then you get the titular gate. Yes. Finally. And that's some good, actually. That some, is. It's um, probably a combination of vis- visual and um, practical on mm-hmm. that one. And also, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say we hate CGI or I no. hate CGI. I think if you can get a good melding of the two, right? Especially in today's day and age, now there's there's prime examples of like, like for example, Mad Max Fury Road. Oh yeah, but like there's something to be said about just the ingenuity and just the charm of some of these practical effects, especially in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Tang- can, tangibility, right? I mean, you can make it look. You can never make it look anything realistic, even no matter how it's CGI, no matter how much special effects. But there's a little bit of charm and a lot of great work going into these practical effects. Yeah, and here we get Chekhov's rocket again because, as it turns out, that symbol of his his love of his the sister and his mm-hmm. friend and his folks, his dog, the the love of a yeah. child, yeah. <laughs> of an, literally the innocence, the, and, you know? and yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting and obviously white purity. Now, if this was John Woo's The Gate, they'd be shooting doves out at him, right? <laughs> and honestly, I really like the big giant demon. And the fact that he just erupts here, uh-huh. which is kind of great. I like the little beast you picking out. Like, hey, it's all, all, it's clear, guys. You can go, go ahead. Come on, come on, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I can't even imagine this an army of, of minions. Of yeah. yeah, it's frightening. The gaggle. The gr- what'd you say? The giant. And then they gaggle. all snap. Watch them. They all start doing their thing here, mm-hmm. all in unison. I love, and it's just a little, little bit of a. Mighty, just yeah, yeah. Come on, come on, guys. Here it comes. Uh-huh. Ta da, King Busey. <laughs> bong, bong, Eesh. bong. I love how Harryhausen he is. He's very Harryhausen, and I, I think that's on purpose, actually. Yeah, it's fitting because you see the monster movies in his room and the and the. But he is balancing um, on the goddamn ledge, right, there. all over the place. 
just this weird nangle looks like of, an old yeah it looks like an old one uh-huh. it's something that doesn't necessarily have human form just just weird all the eyeballs but still looks good because we're watching it on the vestron blu-ray and it looks good like everything mm-hmm. still in yeah. hd holds up so well in this yeah. one because there's a lot of films in the 80s that when you look at them in hd they don't hold up but no. the, fact that, the fact that it like is Harryhausen, yeah, and it still holds up, yeah. You know, it's something they said about those charming old time effects. But look at this, I mean, everything moves his hands, his eyes. It's, it's, yeesh, yeah. <laughs> and we'll see if he's into me. And then he just that's a bummer, <laughs> yep. That's the where uh, you going, nerd, yeah. <laughs> Mentioned about the uh, the metaphorical swirlies that they're giving you. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you one now, straight up. But the toilet is in hell. <laughs> he it's really that's kind of an interesting little like innocent kind of a moment like please yeah it's like please don't hurt and he me. kind of responded a little to him almost as if it's like conf- what are you yeah what the hell are, are you because <laughs> <laughs> like, te- you know technically he is an old one mm-hmm. and theoretically he did do the summoning yeah, that's true. It's like, oh, you're my master. F this like, noise, man. I ain't gonna be a master of no one this, with that kind of. Here this, you go. This. Oh no, that's horrible. That is horrible. That's way worse than like, say, Evil Dead Two hand thing. You know, that's way worse because there's an eyeball in your hand and you can't, you can control it, but they're still fucking there. You know. And imagine you get I, like shit in your eye. You know how that always sucks. Pink eye, right? You have to be really careful oh, about wiping. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, you throw that in the anatomy. It's going to complicate everything. Mm-hmm. Let's hope the kid isn't a lefty, and when he grows, especially into puberty, because right, you you will go blind doing that. As a lefty myself, one, it already sucks. It sucks. And two, to not be able to use it because you don't want to get poked in the eye. Yeah, that's no, beyond that's, a bummer. That's, that's bad. Yeah. He's having oh, a bad day. Yeah, it's just gotten so much worse at this point because now he's basically the gate has opened. Mm-hmm. Hell on earth. Now, I'm curious, and it's obviously something that could maybe be expanded on in part two, but then all the neighbors at this point, <laughs> are they losing their shit? They have to be. There's an explosion already. When and, and people are getting buried. There's a little tornado now right. coming out. You know, some weird Busey Cthulhu is hanging around the neighborhood. Because technically, everything really has been um, quarantined, if you will, to his house. Mm-hmm. You know, th- this is the first time you really have it exposing going out beyond. And now that's that's why this isn't filmed today. If they were made it today, there would be all the neighbors with like cell phones yeah. taking pictures and Not shit. intervening, just observing right. <laughs> using their other eye and their hand to like take the film you know like uh there we go they're like <laughs> knew it would come in handy one day and he's just given up i well, mean was, in fairness why wouldn't you yeah i mean folks are gone sister's gone friends gone dog's gone the hand is gone the hand's gone you're gone mm-hmm. but f- free the moths or you should at least, you know, because right. that'd be the humane thing to do. Well, the ones that are still left alive. Yeah, right. Your cruelty knows no bound, Glenn. This is true. Like I said, I think maybe some of that was the comeuppance of the moths. They're all pissed <laughs> off. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. 
see that's uh, i wouldn't have done that i'd have been like okay let's play some nintendo i've got like maybe an hour before the world ends let's see if i can finally beat mike tyson <laughs> see, see if i can finally land the, the land on the freaking uh aircraft carry on like top gun i lived like, a good life yes if i can do ooh, now this see i'd probably go out his uh, it, I, ah. Horrid, horrid. Yeah. Man, I even get a paper cup on my finger and I'm crying. I know. I can only imagine stabbing thy eye. I don't know. I, I Man, and if, if anything has told us anything, get out of the, under the bed. Yeah. That's going to... The monsters are going to get you, man. Yeah. You know, I, I instead of giving up on hell on earth, I probably would see what... Like, what do you got to offer, Big Giant Busey? Big Giant. You know? Let's see if we can uh, make... Hey, make you like so fried chicken? Yeah. I know this great place. You know, just... We can be Blood Brothers. Blood Brothers Busey. Uh, yes. Busey Blood Brothers. Busey blood flows in your veins. <laughs> Jackass. Don't ride a motorcycle. <laughs> oh, come on now. Piss on the Yankees. <laughs> that, that's the first where the demon goes. He goes to New York just to piss on the Yankees. <laughs> then goes down to uh, Philadelphia. <laughs> the prophecy has been fulfilled. <laughs> and this actually gives it a little bit more of a kind of an action-y feeling. Yeah, yeah, it will. does. Well, he's he's got to do some like horrific no, hero, heroic shit. Yeah, would you almost consider this a um, Canadian Amblin kind of a feel? Because you know, with Amblin, it's very much mm-hmm. set in the suburbs. Yeah, you're always centered around some precocious kids. I could see that. I could totally but see just, Canadian Amblin. Yeah, like a like, Canblin or something like that. Yeah. North kind of, North Amblin. North Amblin. There we go. North Amblin. Yeah. But that's actually kind of the feel I've always had with this particular movie. And I, I think it obviously owes a lot to. Well, where, where it doesn't like, not to say that Amblin does, but it doesn't sugarcoat shit and it doesn't insult its audience. No, not at all. And like, not as I saying Amblin does that, but a lot of like kid movie. They let them be kids. They, yeah, a lot of kids movies really do like sugarcoat oh, sugar. shit. No, but Amblin, they but, were real kids. And this movie, no, no, this movie too. You know, it like Canadians, it shows dark <laughs> shit. It shows you the real world. Like, one, the horrors of not having your batteries. batteries. And two, it's like, look, if you do ill shit, you gotta take, you gotta man up and mm-hmm. take care of that ill shit. Mm-hmm. But hey, he's resourceful, man. Mm-hmm. That's why having those flashlights are nice. Flashlight kids, not only on your phones, but right. back in the day. Necessity. Very much a necessity. Especially if you lived in the Midwest and you uh, had a lot of storms. Oh, when he shoots up like that. Yep. That, out of nowhere. Yeah. Oops. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> We're going to shoot a rocket. C- can I push the launch button? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now he's actually giving him a little shade there, come to think of it. Ooh, goddamn. Those tentacles. Yeah. I've never really picked up on before. Well, he's pissed because, like, I guess, like... Hmm. <sighs> Happy birthday. I, I guess because uh, he's, he's pissed because he because he gave the boy the gift of the eyeball and he denied oh. it. So <laughs> he's pissed. He's like, I, I can't I can't return this. I don't have the receipt. <laughs> now when he yeah okay so that's a little rough but that's okay. I'm totally good with that like yeah. snippet of a second. Sometimes he's just gonna fuck you. But oh the white light the white pure energy mm-hmm. slayeth the demons. Time to get the hell out of the house. (laughs) Much like Poltergeist. Whoa! Whoa. You get, instead of, it doesn't necessarily, it doesn't implode as it does in Poltergeist. I I forgot that he got, flew out, flew out and thrown out. I assumed he was like, okay. I'm going to run. But now, whoa. Yeah, that's, 
Actually, no. Yeah, we do get them the shot today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then the then the neighbors are like, "All right, oh, uh, oh, all oh, this is lovely." When you're when what presentation, you're, are you going away next week? I'd love to see what they're gonna do then. That's an awesome fucking fireworks show, though. Yeah, well, you know what? I guess the demons are appreciative at least. Like, hey, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or uh, what, what, what do the predators say? Uh, <laughs> 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 Trying to remember what they said when uh, they gave Glo- Glover the gun in Predator Two. Oh yeah. Um, I think no, he just says keep it. And that's yeah, right. Keep it. <laughs> Uh, but the sun banishes evil, mm-hmm. much like it does in Evil Dead Two. I liked how the way how it just the darkness kind of dissolved. It was neat. Mm-hmm. Well, it's actually this to me. This one oh, they could have totally done a Friday the Thirteenth ending here because you've got the more peaceful music now. The sun is in the air. He survived. <laughs> mm-hmm. You have that like ah, oh, is it over? Because as any you know, if you've watched any horror film in the eighties. Yeah, <laughs> some illash. You know that that's how how it worked. This is actually I genuinely kind of creeped out with just the wind going on right there. I've never actually noticed that before. And then more smoke. I would be a little bit leery. I would. I don't think I'd want to go back and yeah. Not, I'd kind of hang outside for a little bit. At this point, I would wait for mom and dad. <laughs> right, just sit on the stoop. Aren't you gonna go inside? Nope. Now again, weird science. Lisa was able to fix everything. Unfortunately, these demons, they give you a great fireworks display. Right. But these demons are, well, in fairness, demons would go fuck you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You banish me? No, I'm going to banish you. Now, this was the Friday the 13th moment, but oh, you know what? You gave us the dog back. Oh, my God. And then, Al's back. Yay. And Terry. Yay. The gang's all back together. That's a happy ending indeed. It is. And I think this is why... Because there's no finality there with the deaths, this is one where you could again it could be a good kids flick. Mm-hmm. Yes, just I think so because you dealt with some stuff, mm-hmm. but ultimately it's only a movie. And hey, they came back. You don't have to be afraid. Terry's okay. got his eye. The dog is okay. Mm-hmm. But now they have a hell of a story to tell mom and dad. So what'd you do on our day off? Summon some uh, doozies. Uh, yeah, you know. Shot a few rockets. <laughs> Just the normal stuff, mom and dad. <laughs> Dropped a few f bombs. I grew up. You know, right. <laughs> over over a day and a half here, guys. The Lees came over. Yeah. The, I insulted them a few times. Had some fun. I would blame the Lees. The Lees? I would totally sell the Lees sisters, throw them right under the bus. Like, what happened? Well, one of them tried to put her hairspray in the microwave. Oh, you're my best buddies. That's awesome. Yeah, it is. It's 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 something it's you don't... It's heartwarming. See. Yeah, it, it is. It totally is heartwarming. We, re, we just, the other day, we screened a 35 millimeter screening of Evil Dead 2, and that ending is also definitely different, just in terms of... It's fun. It's bombastic. But this is just genuine. This is like, ah, yes. And then even Terry got his shoe back. Thanks, <laughs> Angus. Angus is a hell of a dog, man. Like, but hey, no hole in the. Wait, wait a minute. They fixed the hole. They did fix the hole. Or I wonder if that was a continuity error. Maybe. Well, I don't think they would allow him a big old hole in the roof. Yeah, but they kept the hole in the floor, though, man. Well, maybe. You know what? Because it went f- it in. It went Think so? inside, yeah. Think so? I don't know. Why the hell didn't it work on the floor? Fucking demons. Now that's the ultimate insult. Yeah, that is. He goes, we'll, fi- we'll, we'll fix your roof, but the floor's another per. Fuck you, the floor. You got to get somebody else. Jake. Where's Jake at? Where's Jake? <laughs> that comes up in the gate, too, I think, as right. it turns out. <laughs> no, this is this is one of my all-time favorites. Um, even just, you know, have we? Like, I don't think we've ever hosted this one at the Alamo. 
I've yeah, seen no, it at the Alamo. We've hosted it at the Alamo. Have we? Yes, we have. Okay, okay. Because we've seen it once, and then we've hosted it. Okay, okay. That's so a, we were talking the other day, just in terms of we've you know we've hosted a lot of stuff there, yeah, which is always we rad. Track sometimes, but, but yeah, this is one of those films that I just love. See, I can, this is one I can watch by myself, one I can watch with a friend, one mm-hmm. I can watch in a mass crowd because yeah. I think it ultimately delivers. Um, and it's just it's one of my favorites. It's one that's I'm nostalgic for, but I think one that objectively still holds up. It most definitely without those nostalgic up. lenses. I would really be interested in seeing uh, talking to a young person who see this movie for the first when time. When do you introduce Shorty to the gate? Mm, maybe I could probably do it this year. Maybe next year because I know she's seen some. She's fair. seen some. She's seen. I think she would dig this. She's about eight now, so it's and honestly, just she could, yeah, she fast as kids it. are growing up these days. She can handle it. Yeah. No, there's some really really good stuff with this one. Now, here. if she wants to start dressing like the Lees, then I'm gonna be very angry. <laughs> gonna have some issues with that. I'm or gonna, I want to wear my hair up. No, <laughs> not the front. We don't have enough hairspray for that. Yeah. We don't have enough ozone left for that. No, I don't think. No, unfortunately, no Aquanet. <laughs> No, but um, thank you guys for uh, watching with us. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. Um, you know, hit us up on Facebook at Nightmare Junkhead. Uh, hit us up on Twitter at Nightmare Junk. Uh, mm-hmm. El Genius, where can they find you? They can find me at uh, Horror KC for the Kansas City Horror Club. Um, El underscore Genius and Genius Piggy on the Facebooks and then yeah, whatever. And then also check out uh, Nerds of Nostalgia. That's where we mm-hmm. keep all of our events, all of our shenanigans, all that kind of good stuff as well. So we're going to go ahead and cut the credits a little early because I have to use the restroom. So <laughs> until next time, guys, this is Greg D. And I'm Genius McGee. And we will see you in your dreams. Yeah.